Welcome to the Unomas Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay. Do you find yourself looking for business and marketing advice to help you achieve your goals? Do you find yourself stuck and overwhelmed wondering what methods you can use to scale your business? What strategies should you use to grow your social media influence? And how can you leverage collaborations with some of the industry's most successful and influential entrepreneurs to build brand awareness? With over 13 years as a multipreneur, brand and social media strategist and coach, I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith and talking all things productivity, social media, business strategies, marketing, and growth, I help you pursue your God-given purpose and redefine success by creating a wildly successful, sustainable, and profitable digital-based business. But that's not all. Enjoy my collaborative conversations and interviews with industry-leading entrepreneurs to hear the best kept secrets and learn the skills and tactics they use so you can tackle your biggest goals along the way. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. Today, we're going to be talking about having the courage to act on conviction, even when it means stepping outside of your comfort zone. This is something that I've had to do in my life and business many times. And while it hasn't always been easy, looking back, I can see how those bold steps of faith opened new doors and led to amazing growth. My hope is that by sharing my story and some tangible tips today, you'll feel empowered to move beyond the familiar this year and walk fully in your God-given purpose. Because the truth is, God rewards boldness and has not given us a spirit of fear. The time is now to shake off the doubt and surround yourself with faith-filled friends and trust God on new ventures. Are you ready? If so, let's go ahead and dive right in. So I have been building this podcast for a few years now, ever since the beginning of COVID. And I decided last year that something needed to change. And it really came down to me really thinking and strategizing how I wanted to show up for myself and how I wanted to show up for my business this year. And YouTube was where it was at. My podcast is where it was at. So when I thought about what can I do to make my impact even greater and impact even a greater audience, but also have the return of my invested time mean more, not only to you, but also to me, this is where it is. YouTube, my podcast, and it flipping terrifies me. This is out of my comfort zone. 100%. I am scared. I am nervous. I have absolutely no clue where this is going or what this is going to be like. I mean, I typically I am in my, my office, my studio that I have built and my kids are home right now for summer break, summer break for winter break, Christmas break. And when I thought, Oh, I'm going to launch my podcast and I'm going to do it on January 3rd. I did not even look at the calendar. I did not even think to myself, 
How am I going to make this happen with my kids at home? How am I going to do that when I have a toddler, not even a toddler anymore, she's four, but coming at me every single moment, a teenager that is louder than, you know, 15 horses trotting down the street. I mean, I just did not think this out. And I was like, okay, they're home. What am I going to do? And I almost talked myself out of it. How many times have you done something or said you're going to do something, whether it, it could be something as simple as saying yes to go to an event or, uh, or something that somebody invited you to, but let's talk about business here really quick. What have you said in your business that you're going to do? And immediately, almost immediately, you're like, no, nope, nope, nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. And you find every reason to not do it. Well, that is what I'm going to talk to you about today a little bit and really how to step out of your comfort zone, how to discern when the Lord is actually calling you to something, how to listen to those thoughts. And I'm going to give you some biblical ties as to what I'm talking about today so that it can help you feel a little bit more grounded and purposeful. But stepping into a faith driven Christian valued business is something that was the biggest leap for me. I was raised Baptist, but on Christian values. And I have always walked with the Lord, but specifically in the past few years, I have gotten truly intentional with my walk, diving into the word every day, seeking after him as if I wanted to strengthen this relationship. I never looked at my walk with the Lord as a relationship, I always looked at it as a religion. And when I started to pull away from religion and when I started to pull away from legalistic um, ways that religion can be, I started to uncover and peel back the layers of a relationship, a walk with the Lord. And when I decided to rebrand my company at that same time, I wanted to reset my foundation. I wanted to build it on those values. I wanted to go after the purpose that I felt the Lord was calling me to and not what I ideally was hungry and chasing after for so many years. So transitioning my company into more of a faith-based Christian valued foundation was huge for me. I lost a, a lot of followers. I lost clients. I lost friends, but one thing I know is that I could not be happier. So let's get into this. Avoid risk and stick with what is familiar. That's totally normal. It's what we do every single day. Growth requires the courage to step outside of our comfort zone. And I can tell you through every moment that I've had to step outside of what's comfortable, I have seen personal growth, spiritual growth, communal growth. I have seen so much growth in myself, sometimes in ways that I don't particularly like myself, but I know that is needed for myself and those around me. I hope that makes sense. God calls us to be bold and courageous, specifically in Joshua 1, 1 9. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. 
that to me is so comforting. And I know in times where I feel so lost, so confused, so conflicted on whether or not I'm making the right decision or what I'm about to do is really intended for what the Lord has for me. I know regardless, regardless, he is with me and he is watching over me and he instructs me to be strong and courageous and to not be afraid and to not be discouraged for he is with me wherever I will go. I want you to just say that to yourself in moments of just stress or disbelief or discouragement and in moments of uncertainty. Just know that regardless of where you are, both positive and negative, the Lord is with you and you can call out to him. Remembering God and remembering how he rewards our boldness And that he has not given us the spirit of fear is also very, very important. And this is stated in 2 Timothy 1.7, where it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, I often sit here and think about that, those ending words, a sound mind, because oftentimes when we're uncomfortable or we're going into a direction that we feel pulled, but we are hesitant to go there because it is uncomfortable, our mind can tend to race, right? It's not sound. It's chaotic. It's, it's driving you crazy. It's like everything that you don't want to think you are automatically thinking. I thought, I thought about this last night. Like I have from time to time, I, from my past, I will just say that I, things that I went through, I get very nervous that somebody's breaking into my house. I will get into some of that later down the road. That's for another podcast, but I have the tendency to not every single night. It's very sporadic. But my mind will just go crazy with thoughts of somebody in my house, somebody lurking around outside, somebody peeking through the windows. And I am just, it's not a sound mind. And I have to go into prayer. And I know that doesn't relate to, you know, business or your calling, but having the mind wander and take you in places that it is not intended to go is not sound. And so I want to read that again. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has not given us a spirit to to fear anything. Although that's human nature is to fear the uncertainty, to fear the unknown, to fear that uncomfortable place that you know you're going to go into because you don't know the end result. But instead, He has given us power and of love and a sound mind. We just have to be willing to tap into that and to seek him in those moments. So let's talk about the tools that you can have in order to combat that fear and self-doubt when you're pursuing your calling, because you might feel comfortable about going after it, but in all honesty, it doesn't always feel comfortable, right? So one of the things that I love to do personally and that I've gotten more intentional about doing is prayer and meditation and seeking God's guidance in those moments. Like, I want you to ask him, what is something, Lord, that you are trying to reveal to me today? Where is somewhere that I am going that you want to turn me away from and point me into another direction? 
Where, Lord, do I need to straighten my path and seek you, whether it's in my business or my personal life, and just sit there in silence? God doesn't have this huge, loud, booming, audible, like sounding voice. I mean, shoot, I'm sure he does, but like that's not typically how God comes to us and answers our prayers. And when we're quiet, we can hear him in a, in a faint, silent, friendly voice, nudging us, whispering to us through what we oftentimes consider to be our conscience, but is oftentimes and more often than not, God whispering to you and pointing you in a direction to seek out more clarity and comfort with him. So in my prayer and meditation, whether it's in the morning, whether it's throughout the day, I mean, I might be driving in my car and just go into deep prayer with him over something, whatever that looks like for you, when you're trying to pursue your calling and you're asking God, how can I go through this? Or how can I get through this without self-doubt and thinking that what I'm doing is not possible? Hence this podcast, like I can't tell you how many times I've had doubts about doing this, but I've had to go into prayer and I've had to go into meditation. I've asked the Lord a million times. He's probably like, why are you not listening to me? I've asked him, is this really what you want me to do? Like, are you sure? Are you sure this is really what you want? Like, like, let's go back to it again, Lord. Like, let's talk about this just one more time. Let me make sure and make sure again, just to make sure. Let's make sure and just make sure one more time. Let's make sure, Lord. Can we just make sure I'm seriously asking him the same question, but sometimes I have to go into that prayer over and over and over again to meditate and get a clear sign and signal and and word from the Lord that yes, this is the direction you're supposed to go. This is where I need you. This is where you will find comfort, peace, clarity, and direction with me. The second thing that you can do is reframe the signs that are holding you back as excuses rather than guidance. What do I mean by that? Well, I was doing some studying in the Bible when I came to this specific topic, because I was trying to think of the best way to explain this. And in the Bible, in the book of Exodus, the Israelites were being led out of Egypt, out away from Pharaoh because he wanted to, you know, destroy them and kill them all. And so he was being led out by Moses or he, they were being led out by Moses. And if you remember, there was a miraculous thing that the Lord did over and over and over again. And as he was guiding them out of their land that they were familiar with, they would sit there and continuously just complain and argue and and do all the things that they weren't supposed to be doing against the Lord rather than trusting that what he was doing was leading them out of destruction. And at one point they even said, wouldn't it have just been easier for us to stay in our land over in Egypt and just accept what is? And at that point, it was just like, no, God is taking you out of there for a reason, but you can't even see, see it clearly. Instead, you're, you're using every turn as an excuse as to why you need to go back and why you need to stay where you were rather than break through and continue forward where God wants you to be. This teaches us to not let fear and comfort due to our own limited understanding, keep us from seeking and seeing the direction and purpose through the experiences that God has for us. And it brings me to the verse Isaiah 55, eight through nine. And it says, for my thoughts are not your thought, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. 
as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And what this is saying is God's ways and thoughts are always beyond our own. He knows before we even do what is intended and what is going to happen and what the beginning is and what the end is and everything in in between. And we should be cautious about reframing his signs and guidance to fit our desires and fears that keep us from pursuing what we are intended to pursue because we are fearful. We feel like we know what's best. We feel like we have all the answers and we use that as excuses to not pursue God's calling. But ultimately God is giving you signs. He's giving you direction. He is literally calling you into something and it could be something small like, you know, taking on a new leadership role at at work, stepping away from your corporate job and pursuing something on the side, you know, maybe stepping into a volunteering position with your community or with your church, whatever it is, if God is directing you, step into that calling rather than finding every reason, every excuse to look at a possible sign as not guidance but really for what it is. And that's just an excuse as to you not wanting to take that action and that step forward. The next tool that you can implement in your life to really help you discover that calling and discern what God is calling you to is surrounding yourself with godly people. You know, I've been hearing this saying my entire life, but the average of five people that you hang around, or you become the average of the five people that you hang around. And it's so cliche, but it's so True. If I could go back and tell my younger self at four, five, six, seven, all the way through my early teens and ingrain that in my flipping head, I would have such a different <laughs> teenage life. I would. I probably, I, no, I would. A teenage life and college life, I would. I went off the rails. I didn't care who I was surrounding myself. I didn't see the toxicity. I didn't see the the evil that was brewing in my life and that ultimately would unfold into just wave of wave after wave of, of destruction for me. When I started to change my circle, when I tr- started to change my surroundings, when I started to change my groups, not just of people, but places and, and things, work, business, relationships, activities, hobbies, everything, everything became more clear. Shoot. I just revealed to people on social media that I just hit one year sober in December. I think it was December. Yeah. No, sorry. November 8th. It was November 8th. And I had no intention of being sober. I I mean, I even said, like, I don't know if I'll ever have a drink again. Uh, Probably not. I feel so clear and, you know, healthy and good about not drinking that I have no desire to. But I truly believe that it's the surroundings and the people that I'm around and the influences that are around me from business to personal life to church to everything have just kept me away from the desire of alcohol. And it's not to shame anybody else that has drinks or likes to drink. Shoot, my my husband loves the occasional cocktail. My mom, everybody, I mean, they love to have a glass of wine at dinner or whatever. No judgment at all. But for me personally, I feel like the that that Lord has has brought me away from that for his intentional purpose and for my better well-being. Um, and I, I've been set free from that for now. And and I just love that. But How do we discover the boldness to walk in our calling? 
how do we even know when God is calling us to something? Have you ever struggled with that? I know I have. I used to struggle with, you know, what it was like to hear God and know that it was actually God. And it led me to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And I need to wrap this up. But how, or it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. We just need to have trust and faith that he is directing us at all times. Trusting that God will equip us for the tasks that he calls us to leads me to Philippians 4.13, where it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say it one more time. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He will give me strength, which means I will be able to get through And I will be able to do anything because with him, he has given me the strength. This verse reminds us that our strength comes from Christ and Christ alone and not of ourselves. That in times of struggle, in times of despair, in times of frustration, in times of anxiousness, in times of hurt, in times of worry, we need to rely on him for the strength and not ourselves or the people, or the things, or the substances around us. It's Him that's going to give us the strength to get through it. It's Him that's going to give us the strength to see through it. And ultimately, He is our strength for anything. And then that leads me into the verse, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. This verse assures us that God will provide us with everything that we need to carry out his good works that he has prepared for us. And then Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. This verse emphasizes that God's power is at work with us, enabling us to accomplish more than we can ever imagine. All of these verses, all of these lessons remind us that we can put our trust in God, that He is our strength, that what is comfortable sometimes needs to get shaken up in order for a greater calling, a greater purpose that He has on our life. If you think about any huge life change for you, there is greater purpose in it, whether it be a lesson an experience, an opportunity, or ultimately a completely different life in pursuant of what he has called you to. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode of Uno Mas podcast. What can you do to help support me moving forward? Well, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform leave a review and a rating because it's your reviews that matter most. And it's your reviews that help us get this show found by new listeners and share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers on all your social media accounts. Tag me, the Whitney K and at Uno Moss podcast for a listener spotlight on our social media accounts.